Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 244 for May 14th, 2020. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. I'm Nico. And I didn't dead. hear. I didn't hear Rob. Sorry, I was waiting oh. on Rob. Wow. <laughs> I do don't know, man. Do you hear me now? I hear you now. Huh? That's weird. <laughs> I thought you weren't responding at a protest. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I am Danny. That's Why, true. But I called you Nick in the intro. I appreciate that. And I didn't fuck up the intro this time either. You want a we little gold star? We <laughs> yeah, we don't have to go back and rewind four fucking times. I guess I fucked up the intro. Maybe we should start over. Oh, All excuse right. me, excuse me, Rob. Nick's name is Lucina. Let's be very clear. <laughs> <with this. laughs> oh my god! Please refer to him as Lucina. Ugh. <laughs> I think I'm over Survivor. What? I, I think. Survivor jumped the shark last night. What? Yep. I thought they came pretty close to jumping the shark, but I don't think they did. I think they recovered quite nicely at the end mm. there. I think I'm I think I'm too old for Survivor. You think so? Well, I, I huh. that's a good point. It it did feel like the, the version of Survivor we watched last night is uh totally unfamiliar to like anyone that watched the first 10 seasons. Yeah. You know, like if you just watched like up to season five and then you caught season 40, you'd be so lost. Oh, yeah. You know, because, uh, yeah, uh, the fact that the first person voted out of the game <laughs> came back and made the final three. Yeah. Nearly won the game, by the way. Came by the way, damn close. And you and I were chatting about this last night over text. Had she won, I would have never watched another extinction season ever again i honestly think i would have been done with the whole show if she uh, won if after all that hype the all winter yep. season yeah fucking twinny who comes in at the 11th hour here's the thing i mean isn't just the fact that she could have won isn't that enough to just piss you off yes but it like, was funny last season when it, it was happened. funny <laughs> yeah you know what i'm kind of with you on that when when the guy who gets voted off first, <laughs> he got voted off third, but yeah, okay, close. third, yeah, comes back and wins the he legitimately wins the fucking game, right? It was like, oh, that's humorous. How ironic! Well, you look at it in hindsight, and his victory looks like Richard Hatch last year. Yeah, you know, like it's what he did in those five days, as opposed to what Natalie did in her five days, right? Night and day, like she, he was, he at least survived a vote and had to maneuver and won a fire making challenge. Yeah. And, put himself at risk yeah natalie literally did not survive a single vote this season and gets second place the show is literally about surviving the vote that is the entire premise of the show gets voted out week one gets an idol uh essentially handed to her because she was voted out week one and how many goddamn other advantages and fire tokens and bullshit did she get I know I'm not the first person to say this. Everyone's been complaining about this, but the fact that you would rather be voted out first than voted out 15th or 16th is just insane. Yeah. Like she was actually in a better position because she got voted out first. If you're sitting there knowing all the advantages that Natalie would have gotten, 
you would have been like, I think I'm better off just getting voted out first and getting a bunch of advantages on Extinction and then winning the challenge. Natalie, so I was, was going to say, is it because she had more time in Extinction that allowed her to like accrue more? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So she gets all these fire tokens because she's been hanging out on Extinction for 30 and time days. time with the jury. And time with the jury to get to pal it up with all of her friends there who voted for her in the finals. Yeah. But then she gets three advantages in the challenge to get back. (laughs) Literally, like, Extinction is just, like, another team at that rate. It is. Yeah, but they're not voting. The team that decides who wins. (laughs) Right. So she she gets back with an idol because she bought an idol after getting all those advantages. That's right. Survives the first vote. Goes and finds an idol. Survives the second vote. And then wins the challenge and does not have to and survives the third vote. Yep. Each time she was not at risk and she just walks into the end and gets four votes somehow. And had Sarah beat Tony at the fire making challenge, Natalie would have won the game. It's close. And, mm, it's close. No, I disagree. You think? I think landslide. You think landslide? Landslide. I do think some of those later contestants like Adam and Wendell and Nick were, I think they respected the game enough. Sophie too, to a certain extent, I think like they were very adamant. Like you have to play a traditional game. I mean, was that a weekend at Bernie's with Sophie? That was, I'm sorry. I I don't want to be mean. That was maybe the funniest moment of the entire season. Holy shit. Did she look bad? When they all gave a standing ovation, <laughs> yeah, she's just hunched over. She was about not to vomit uncontrolled. She, she was not what, well. What happened? She was just sick. I don't just, know. Yeah, but she was like deathly ill, and she still had to sit there on the jury in torrential downpour. And oh fucking God. Danny Boatwright with her makeup <laughs> looked like a goddamn gremlin. The, yeah, that was the, a weekend at Bernie situation, I thought. Oh, remember the female gremlin from Gremlins 2? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's what Danny Boatwright looked like without the green hair. <laughs> yeah, the makeup was a bit questionable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We're complaining, but like, luckily it didn't happen. So yeah. I, I feel okay about it. I mean, I was never a big fan of Tony. I know you're not. Still not. I Out of those people to, you know, at the end, I'm glad he won. I, I don't know how we didn't win you over this season. I like, don't either. He played perfectly. The entire way he played per. The only time that he did not play perfectly is when his alliance talked him out of it, voting out Denise at that first yeah. tribal in the finale. But the dude dominated, man. I mean, and for like, if you had told me coming into it, Tony Vlachos is not going to get a single vote the entire year. I would, you're insane. You're crazy. The dude that like makes llama sounds and like builds <laughs> and builds ladders that collapse under him to get coconuts. Spy nest, Rob. He's just nuts. That's the, that's what drives me crazy. He's fucking nuts. He was in the air, Rob. <laughs> He's crazy. So Nick, this dude Tony, you yeah, might I remember, remember him. I remember okay. him with the the ladder. Yeah. So first time Tony played, he had a he had a spy shack. Yep. Spy shack. What he did is he like built a little bunker for himself and hid under it and listened to people as they were having conversations. Second time, <laughs> he did the same thing, but called built it something a, different. Yeah, I called it a spy <laughs> bunker. Second yeah. time, it was a lot bigger. Spy bunker <laughs> didn't work out so well. Got voted out like second. Third time he plays, 
Nick spy nest in the trees. Was he and really? I'm telling you, dude, it fucking worked. <laughs> it actually worked. The other thing is, like, he probably seemed so insane that people never considered him a viable threat. Maybe. I, Maybe. Or, or they figured out we'll just get rid of him eventually because he's a good vote. He's an easy vote off, you know? Like, it, it, everyone's going to remember his last time where he backstabbed everyone and we're, you know no way he's gonna fool us twice yeah and he comes in at like final eight and he sees all the writing on the wall and he somehow backstabs everyone yet they all continue to work with him mm-hmm. like he he does that sarah vote or the the sophie vote and yet for some reason after that no one targeted him for the rest no. of the game no it's crazy he's the best can we also talk about ben fucking quitting yeah, sure. I mean, he fucking quit. Ben's worthless. Ben is worthless. Ben should not have been on this cast. He's no. worthless. No. I don't understand how you work your ass off to get to what was it? Final five? Final four? Final five. Final five, yeah. And go, eh, fucking vote me off so that you have a resume. Well, I think he knew that he wasn't going to win. But so, even so. Go right. to the final three. Right. That's what you wanted. Also, if you really cared about Sarah winning the game, like stay in the game so she can get to the end. Right. Like if you cared that much, win the final immunity and bring her to the end. Yeah. Or if you're stuck in a fire making challenge with her, throw the fire making challenge. Yeah. But you're not doing her any good falling on the sword. In fact, no, you falling on the sword got her voted out in the final four. Yeah. So <laughs> did they announce the winner already? Or is there yes. Tony yeah. won? Tony it was won. Tony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tony. Tony, the greatest survivor player of all time. And I'm nah, saying it right now, and it's disagree. not close. Disagree. It's not close. It's Richard Hatch. It always will be. Okay, saying Richard Hatch is the best survivor player is like saying that like Joe Naismith, the founder of basketball, is the best basketball player. Well, he is. Well, no, he invented the game. That doesn't exactly. make him the best. I, if you invent a game, I think you're the best. I didn't see Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan invented shoes. He's got the best shoes, but he didn't invent the game of basketball, so he's not the best. What do you mean Michael Jordan invented <laughs> shoes? <laughs> I wonder how long you guys were going to let me go on. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, you is your argument that Michael Jordan isn't for- the best basketball player of all time? Is that your <laughs> argument? Well, I mean, that's it's true. He's not. It's Brian Scalabrini. That's a good point. It's your boy, Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> um, no, I like Richard Hatch like invented the game, but Tony yeah. took it to another level this year. Like I for a while there it was Sandra, but I think a lot of people still have that asterisk next to the heroes versus villains win. People thought Parvati should have won that year. So Parvati was in the mix for best. And then Boston Rob was kind of in the mix. Yeah. But Boston Rob got voted out early three times. I think now it's like it's it's set in stone. Only two time winner, dominated the game both times. It's tricky though when you have like Sandra the winners twice. against each other. Like they they whoever gets voted out early in a season like this one, in a way, that's an honor because you're recognized as a threat. No, right I agree. Immediately. But that person should have been Tony. I'm telling you, everybody that came into this season, Tony had it was Tyson, it was Rob, it was Parvati, it was Sandra, it was Tony. Those are the five biggest threats coming. But in. of those five, Tony's certainly the smallest. <sighs> Am I, I wrong don't know, there? man, because the second time he played, he got voted out first. I'm just saying, for having a target on his back, it seems like, to me, 
as a first time watcher, it seemed very obvious that like Boston, Rob, Sandra, Parvati were like the heavy hitters right off the bat. And I'll tell you why, because Boston, Rob, and Parvati and Sandra, (laughs) well, yes, Boston, Rob and Parvati, Sandra all came in and played the same game they played the last three times. And you said that Tony was the only two time winner, but Sandra has won twice. I'm sorry. Did I misspeak? Yes, I, you did. I didn't mean to besmirch the great name of the queen. Yeah. I think it's yeah. because he, he doesn't count that win because it was. No, parties. I count it. I count it. She's the queen. No <laughs> it doubt. was a harder win because she was up against other people who hadn't won before. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm look. It's cool, man. I love Sandra. I'm saying those four people all came back in and played the same game they yeah, played they the did. last three times. They, they got did. voted out because of it. Tony came in having learned from his mistakes in the past and said, I'm going to play a totally different game for the first six, seven tribals. And he decided and, on trees. And and then at the that merge, was his different gameplay. I'm going to pick my spot, pedal to the metal, and I'm going to go for it down the stretch. And it I'm works. Gonna, I'm going to spy from above instead of below. It worked. <laughs> what a game changer. Yeah. It worked. What, okay? a, tra- it what worked. a trailblazer. Next time he's going to spy from inside. <laughs> Tony's the goat. I'm not having this. Tony is the goat. Nah. I'm saying it right now. And it ain't recency bias. It is recency bias. It sounds like recency bias. It's 100%. Recency bias. You were not saying this at the beginning of the season. No. You were not like die No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Exactly. So I think that's blatantly recency bias. No, but now that he won a second time, I am saying it. it no, had he not had won, I wouldn't have said it, but he won. Bullshit, okay. you would have Here's said it had he lost. These were, were all the greatest of all time players, so technically whoever won the season, you probably would have been like, they're the coach. If Natalie won, I would not have said that. If okay, fucking well, Ben would have won last night, I would not I'm just, have said that. I'm just saying, when you have the greatest of all time, and then one of them wins, yeah, it's easy to be like, yeah, they're the greatest of all time. That's what the fucking season's called. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Hate you guys so in three months you're gonna be like i don't remember who won winners at war <laughs> that's what's gonna happen you're not gonna know who won that last season He's so right <laughs> the people agree with me uh, the people know yule should have won i fucking love yule yule I'll is always, great i'll always love you i only watched the f- second episode first and second episode Do you know who's show. underrated by the way <laughs> who got a sh- the short end of the stick was ethan. michelle oh no not ethan I love Ethan, but come on. I do love Ethan. Michelle, the only multiple time player to never be voted out. Yeah. Think about that. The only person ever play Survivor multiple times never get voted out. She's so boring. I disagree. Ah. Uh, she's she not a bad she's not a bad player, but she's she's got the I mean, she's got the personality of a cup of water. Like well, she's from jersey rob so i don't think like, all three of them were from jersey yeah it was an all jersey final yeah oh. <laughs> uh i danny was always a big fan of hers when when oh, yeah. michelle won the first time danny was very happy about that and i remember that and i'm like oh yeah she was okay i guess maybe audrey should have won that year but whatever she was acceptable she really won me over this time danny i was talking to danny last night too on snapchat and he was nat all the way that is insane to me. <laughs> that is crazy. I I wish he had more time to get him on here to talk about this. Because he's a big Tony fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's met Tony. Maybe I'm not supposed to say that, but that's all right. Yeah. He's met. He likes Tony. He's yeah. a big Tony fan. Tony. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I, you know, by the end of it, I enjoyed the finale. For the most of it, I you was just been bitching at Rob over text. <laughs> you would have been so mad at that one. <laughs> I, it, it was just so unfair the whole time. Um, but by the end of it, yeah, I think it it turned around nicely. The moment, honestly, when Tony won the fire making challenge and he started sobbing and hugging Sarah, I, yeah. I actually got a little emotional. That was a great moment. I mean, I, it's just because they were such good friends and I understood it. Cops are us, baby. Yeah. Can we talk about how our audio quality is better than Jeff Probst? (laughs) (laughs) Should have used Jitsi, man. Oh, my God. Should have used Jitsi. was horrendous. Why Uh, didn't they have a mic close to him in his garage? Or why? I mean, I guess he was by himself, but why didn't... Was he not there anymore because of the coronavirus or something? Yeah, they did it all remotely. So, normally, they do the live finale in front of an audience where they read the votes. But obviously you couldn't do that this year. So, so they, they had the 20 contestants on Zoom. How did that work? Where like, because the contestants couldn't, they left them on the island together, right? What? So after the 39 days and the final vote, they're like, all right, game over. We're not reading these votes until live months down the road. Oh, so was this filmed months and months ago? This was filmed. This was filmed. What? January? Uh, February? No, oh, no, no, no. This was filmed summer of last year. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's been almost a year, probably. Yeah, and they have them. June of last year. Do they have them vote then, and then they don't read the votes until... Exactly. Correct. Correct. So you have to wait a whole year to even know if you won? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Oh, that's bizarre. <laughs> I do like your idea of keeping them on the island, though, for a year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was that's wondering the sick. whole time. The whole time, no, 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 the whole time I was wondering, like, I'm like, there's a pandemic going on. Are they going to tell them about it? Or are they just going to leave them on the island in the pandemic? Oh, you thought this was happening in real time? No, I you never think, knew. I you're don't thinking know. a big brother. That yeah, happens big brother in- happens in real time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Survivor. Okay. No. Survivor is, that's kind of mean that they make you wait a whole year to find out if you even won. And I think we've talked about this before, like the amazing race. They, they're setting on a, on a, uh, or a season of the amazing race that what was filmed 18 months ago and if it doesn't air the people who won the race don't get their money yes you don't get the prize money until the show airs i think that's kind of a technicality i i I think more likely than not they're going to pay them anyway but if if they don't that would be pretty cruel yeah so i guess if you if they don't even show the the episodes until long after survivor's done then all of the people can watch and see all the backstabbing going on and see what's really happening yes yeah and then when but they've already voted they've already voted they've yes. already voted. so their votes oh so their now, votes are already locked this in. was a problem with big brother early on Rob, yes. if you recall is back in the day on big brother the jury used to be able to go home and watch the show live and then come back and vote for a winner Right, and see all the shit that, and they've since put them in sequester yeah. in the jury house. But yeah, it, it used to be a real controversy, and there were a lot of bitter juries who voted for the wrong winner because of that. Yep. Big Brother 3, Lisa won over Danielle. Correct. They would vote, they would vote spitefully instead of for the person who actually played the best. Yep. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. He, the thing is, with Big Brother in season three, Danielle went into the diary room and just ripped people apart and <laughs> just fucking awesome fucking at it, by the way ripped them apart like she grabbed him from both ass cheeks and just ripped like apart <laughs> fucking lisa was in there like oh 
Two greatest Diary Room contestants of all time, Danielle from season three and Brittany Haynes. Oh, yeah. Brittany the Great. Brittany the Greatest. (laughs) So these people would go home and see Danielle just ripping their ass on, on what's supposed to be a private conversation. Right. And they go back and they're like, well, fuck you. I ain't voting for you, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Although she played the much better game. Yeah. You know what's more unfair, though? Fucking Edge of Extinction, where you're allowed oh, to yeah. just hang out with the person for 30 days <laughs> yeah, and be buddy buddy. Yeah, you hang out with Hey, the I'm going to give you $2 million because you gave me peanut butter on day six. <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. What a stupid <laughs> twist. Tyson uh, literally uh, voted for her because she gave him peanut butter. Yep. Ridiculous! My God, yeah, anyway, that's I would. Ne- I could never be on a, a reality show that forces you to like live without television, internet access for months. <laughs> Big Brother cut you off, especially Boy. considering that you're like you're not. You're already out. You're not going to win, but you still have to sit there. Yeah, I, I used. I used to always think about this if i was in the big brother house because there are basically only three things you can do at the big brother house you can play pool in the backyard pocket you pool can play, yeah you can play chess upstairs and you can read the bible which yep. is the only book they give you yep is that true that yep. is yes they only give you the bible so i'm just thinking to myself man i would just become a biblical scholar in four months in the big brother house <laughs> I'd be the best pool player and I would be like a, gr- a chess grandmaster. Why? That's the, why are those the only three things? Well, I mean, th- that's just the activities that have always been. Because they I want mean, people fighting. They want people right. with each other's fucking necks. Just, that's the idea. Why don't the they idea just put a Quran in there? That'll really. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get like at least one person who will get they real want pissed people off about that. Either fucking or fighting. That's all they want. Oh, right. Or both. Well, or right. both. Yeah. Preferably both. Yeah, I mean, because the idea is that if you're in the Big Brother house for a week, you might have some fun with each other. And then by week two, you're having fun. But then in week three or four, you have nothing better to do than to lie to each other. Yep. And that makes for great television. <laughs> and it usually does. <laughs> Are they going to do Big Brother this year? I doubt it. I doubt it, too. I mean, Can the you imagine, o- like the only way they pull it off is you get a group... You get a group of 20 and you keep them sequestered for three weeks by themselves beforehand. If yeah, you which they do anyway, which, yeah, well, they don't do it for three weeks. They might do it for a week and a half or two weeks. And two right. weeks is long enough. But if you're not sick, you can move in. <laughs> do a test. Just give them a test. Yeah. Yeah. Why not just like Big Brother pandemic? You know, that just just lean into it completely. Yeah. This this has been an idea for Survivor uh, that's been kicked around on like the message boards and stuff. Survivor Wild Wild West, where you just set them up in a ghost town in like Arizona, and like you just have cameras hidden like Big Brother style, so you don't have to have a crew. That's called social kid, distance everything. That's called Kid Nation. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fair point. <laughs> No, but you you do Big Brother, but you just tell them that one person in the house has the coronavirus. Oh, now, now there's a version. Well, that that's actually what Too Hot to Handle should have been. I think we talked about this, <laughs> right? Is that one of them has Corona? It's a real test of how long you can go without fucking. 
I am looking through my old Kid Nation audio clips that I have. You have R- old Kid Nation audio clips? From, from RFF radio days. And one of them's titled, Little Douche Has Worst Day in Three Years. <laughs> you gotta play it. You gotta play it. Oh my god. Uh, this whole day we've been kind of hectic, but I think tonight it's going to really come together because after dinner we have a big town meeting kind of discussing all everything that's going to happen in the next 40 days. I don't know if I'm going to be at the meeting or not. I just... Why? Today has been the worst day in three years. <laughs> I've just been crazy beyond crazy. <laughs> this kid's like six. <laughs> what is kid nation about tell me okay so lay, back lay in the day down. when cbs was you know at the peak of its powers yeah and survivor was like the biggest show in the world yeah they developed a, a number of shows that were similar to survivor one was a show called pirate master <laughs> god i forgot about which was also master. a favorite of mine but <laughs> Pi- pirate master where it was literally just survivor except they were on a pirate ship yep there that was no great. difference. And, there were, and you could mutiny. and Yeah, there, yeah. there were tribes and they had challenges and they voted each other out. It was the exact same thing. Except it, Mark Burnett literally created it, except it was just on a pirate ship. Um, <laughs> Kid Nation, you took 50 kids all from, you know, ages, you're right, of like six to maybe 16 or 17. And you put them in a town without any adults and you just saw what they did. Nope. And they like had to invent a society with like, you know, a, a, a democratic structure and there were challenges and they had to like get food and they had to kill chickens. One of my favorite <laughs> clips is when they killed that chicken, by the way. I was thinking maybe we could kill some chickens, have a big feast tonight. Sounds good. Well, you have it. Not, not just one or two chickens, but they can like a lot. We could have plenty for everyone. We'll um, kill like five. No, I think, well, no, I think, I think a lot. Like 10. I'll take this one. 10 chickens. One axe, ten heads. Taylor, Kelsey, Layla, they're killing the brown one. You need to calm down. Guys, I'm picking the chickens that would be good to eat. Well, I don't want to eat my favorite chicken. (laughs) This is raising like little sociopaths that's hmm. now nick are you asking the question well what i'm asking Could this be is considered child abuse what i'm is asking, what you're is, asking did the producers read lord of the flies or not that's no, what i'm asking they no. definitely did and they because there's only to replicate it okay well i they must have missed the ending <laughs> because uh <laughs> poor piggy <laughs> It's definitely not meant to be replicated. <laughs> so you're telling me not only do they take 50 children of varying ages and put them in a town with no adult supervision. Yes. And uh, not only do they do all that, but they gave them axes. Oh, yes. yeah. They gave the children weapons. Yes. <laughs> you're telling me this was an idea they had to give children weapons unsupervised. Correct. For the, television entertainment. The youngest, did a kid die? No. no. They was had, a kid injured? Probably. Uh, probably. It's got to happen, right? Probably. Ugly. No way a kid did get injured. Ugly chickens must die. <laughs> red one. Please. Take the red one. One red chicken. One Rhode Island red. Here. Okay. Get the fuzzy head chicken. Those are the ugly ones. Have it. Breast, thighs, wings. And it's going to be good. Oh. Oh. 
my god. Well, as long as the brown chickens are done, I'm fine. Because the brown chickens are my favorite. I'm not going to eat you, but I'm going to eat your brothers and sisters. They're better. <laughs> eat. And they're uglier. <laughs> Those are chopping heads off. Ugly chickens, it's hard to die! That's a ridiculous, dumb, idiotic thing to say. Not just ugly chickens must die. Ugly chickens deserve to die. (laughs) They deserve it. Oh, God, what year was this? It was 2008. I'm sure this was pitched like, oh, we'll see a much more endearing society if children run it. And it's like, no. So, How did this show get on the air? So this yeah. Taylor, was she the one? So she's like, tw- she's, she's like 23 now. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably the same age that I was when I watched the show. Because Ta- I, I was, let's see, I would have been 13 at the time. Taylor reveals that one of her most outrageous lines, as ugly chickens deserve to die, was fed to her by the producers. Oh. Mm. She's at school for mm. occupational therapy in St. Augustine, Florida. Because she uh, needed therapy? Is that what you said? <laughs> she needed therapy? No, she's in school for occupational therapy. Okay, it was actually in 2007, fall of 2007, and this would have been right after Survivor China, I think, which is just the golden age of reality television, in my opinion. All the ugly animals should die and all the pretty ones should stay. Ugly people can put on makeup and they look pretty. Chickens can't do that. I tried that to my dog once and it still didn't work. (laughs) Oh my God. By the way, listener Audrey right now is losing her mind. <laughs> this is what she's been asking for. We have yeah. made her year. Really? Absolutely. She, she's been she asking wanted for us kid. to do Kid Nation, yeah, for about... Yeah, she's been asking for it. I had no idea yeah. it actually featured kids. Partially, I think... No, here's why. Because I think in the back of my head, Kid Rock Nation was always like... <laughs> I was just picturing Kid Rock. And I, I didn't know what to expect. I never really questioned it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. You thought it was about a guy named Kid. <laughs> no, I didn't. I never questioned what it was actually about. I just made the immediate association to Kid Rock, and then I said, whatever, I'll find out what it's about if I watch it. But I never, like, gave it a second thought, you know? I probably should have. Probably. <laughs> but, you know, it's also very unthinkable to think that they would ever approve a show like this. Man, how did that make it on television? Oh, Greg. Seriously. Greg, the old kid, the 15-year-old. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> I guess Obama was president, right? No, not yet. Nope, not yet. This, this was, was still oh, under the Bush, Bush administration. administration. Oh. Yeah. Okay, Bush did it <laughs> right before the financial financial collapse of '08. That's when creation right. hit the airwaves. It was it. You know what? It it's was probably- a more innocent time. <laughs> it was a way innocent time. This is why you don't let kids run the economy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Rob, I have a question for you. Yes. So I'm reading these show notes. Yes. Because I, I, uh, you, you always send me the link to your recording right. in the show notes, and yes. I saw a number of notes that caught yeah, my eye, and I want just, you to elaborate. It was just like things that I had written down to talk about when we have nothing else to talk about. Okay. What do you mean, Monty Hall is an asshole? What is that? <laughs> Monty mean? Hall. Okay. So I've been watching a lot of Buzzer, <laughs> okay. and so I'm seeing a lot of Let's Make a Deal. Yeah. Monty Hall. 
might be the biggest fucking prick of a television host I've ever seen. Is he worse than Dick Clark? 100% worse than Dick Clark. Okay. Because Monty Hall, first of all, I think the show's somewhat racist because he always brings the zonks to the people of color. Is that right? <laughs> I have noticed a lot of this. I have I'm never not, noticed that. I'm not liking it. And, wow. And he fucking, like, people are excited. Like, oh, you just won $250. Congratulations. But fuck you. You could have had a brand new car. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that Monty Hall liked to rub it in? Monty Hall loved to rub it in their fucking face that they had just lost. Wow. It's, you have to watch Let's Make a Deal sometime. <laughs> I have caught a couple episodes on Buzzer every once in a while. Uh, I, I never noticed uh, how much of a prick he was. But He's a fucking prick. I mean, I guess that's the nature of the show. Like, it, like he—he's—he's he's literally like a guy in like you know, in an alley, selling you like counterfeited yeah. coats, yeah, like or he, whatever the phrase. Would he be. walked up to this couple and he held down like this card that he was holding, and he said to the guy, and the guy grabbed it, and he's like, "Why did you grab it? I didn't—I didn't mean for you to grab it. I guess you can have it." <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, stand up then." Right. It's just like, what the hell? I've also seen Sale of the Century. No fucking payoff to that fucking show. Because you could win Sale of the Century and go to the bonus round and go, ah, fuck it. I'm going to come back and try for something better. And they're like, Sale all right. Sale of the Century go was to where you answered questions, but then they would tempt you with things? Right. Okay. So you would have... You'd start off with like $25, and every question right was $5. Every once in a while, you'd get... Uh, like this bonus deal and the person in the lead could, you know, take this $8,000 trip to Hawaii for $8 and it right, would deduct it, it from their score. Correct. And the person who won at the end got to go to the bonus round and the bonus round was, oh, you've accumulated $142. Right. Are you going to buy the fucking uh, outdoor furniture set? <laughs> Because that's all you can afford with your $142. Or if you come back tomorrow, and if you win tomorrow for $145, we'll send you on a trip around the world. And the person would get to $147 will literally pay off your mortgage. And the person would stand there and hem haw around and go, You know what? I think I'm going to come back tomorrow. All right, coming back tomorrow. We're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back. <laughs> that it's is the like, thing about Let's Make a Deal. It's like you're on a game show. You're <laughs> never going to be on a game show again. No. This is your one chance. You're going to take 300 bucks from Monty Hall and go home. <laughs> That's the story. But I the, was on Let's Make a Deal. I had a shot at a new car. No. But I figured, eh, 300 will pay for my airfare back home. Yeah. This was worth it. But sale of the century. Well, when was Let's Make a Deal on the air? Oh, like 60s and 70s. I, yeah, right? I guess. But even now, though, the Wayne Brady one, they're only giving out like maybe 500 or $600. Yeah. It's yeah. not a ton. I, the fucking sale of the century, though, just bugs me. So $300 in 1960s is the equivalent to like $2,600 today. All right. Okay. So maybe. 1963 to 77. Then you had 84 to 85. Yeah, there's just all sorts of different versions of it i just want the better story i'm I'm on a game show 
Just yeah. go for it. It's better to be driving that car around and be like, I won this on Let's Make a Deal. Yeah. For sure. It, of course. Other than, yeah, I, I uh, paid my student loans off for two months because Monty Hall gave me money. <laughs> yeah. What kind of story is that? It's like, have you ever watched the cash cab and they don't do the final question? Yeah. What are you, you doing? Take it. Yeah, you take $600 to split between four people. We're going to get dinner tonight. And then he'd bring up, Monty Hall would bring up at the end, like, you'd have a chance to go for the big deal. And you'd have to give up your big prize from before. So the right. people who won the biggest prizes get to choose, are you going to give it up and come back and try for the big deal, which was worth $10,308 today? And they'd be like, yeah. So they'd give up what they have, and they'd come back, and they'd get fucking Broy Hill fucking carpet. <laughs> and Monty would be like, well, you gave up $4,000 for this $2,000 prize. Ah, uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, we got you some car wax. Show you what's behind door number three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never uh, I never put that together. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a dick. I mean, I still think Dick Clark waiting in the wings with the perfect clue to embarrass the contestants on Pyramid is the best. It's really good, but fucking Monty Hall's a prick. <laughs> who's who's your favorite like old school game show host? It probably is it probably has to be Dick Clark. Yeah, with Pyramid. Good. I mean, I, mean I, I know this isn't your typical game show, but let's not forget Joe Rogan was a game show host. <laughs> Fear Factor, great let's show. Let's not forget that I he was a forgot. major asshole on Fear Factor. There's nothing better than this. No, the pyramid was the best. But that I was mean, a perfect show. It was. You the suspense and the bonus round, and you got two. You had a payoff. I mean, it the the bonus round was the payoff. Best bonus round in all of game shows, yeah. in my opinion. And yeah. then right up there with Pressure Luck, of course. Pressure Luck didn't have a bonus round, though. No, but that last spin was always something like, are you going to get something with an additional spin to keep you in? Or are you going to whammy? Right. And you had the split screen. Coming up on a big, important uh, holiday in Pressure Luck history. Is this the Michael Larson anniversary? In, in nine d- or No, in five days. May 19th. What is it? 1986 was Michael Larson. Wow. I read an interesting stat. His, uh, I hate to get on this fucking subject again. (laughs) 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 But his winnings of the $110,237 was a record in largest single day game show winning history until 2006. What broke it? Uh, Price is Right. When a woman won 147000 in cash and prizes. They don't count who wants to be a millionaire as part of that? Apparently not. That's a good point. Right? Well, when does doesn't, it, who, doesn't who wants to be a millionaire take place over multiple days? Uh, I, I guess, but I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure somebody competed in a day and won more than 120000 Yeah, because but you John... Don't, you don't win it until you go home. I, I, I got to imagine that one of those contestants took place in a day. I could be wrong about that, but I feel like I feel like they purposely split up the show over multiple days and you yeah. don't actually win the money until you go home because you could still lose. So uh, maybe by be, technicality, maybe yeah, that might be the reason. 
John Carpenter was the first winner in America for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And I'm but trying to I find remember it. that was split over two days. I do remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah. They they stretched that shit out because mm-hmm. Regis loved teasing it. And you knew fucking Regis in the mornings. He'd be like, oh, you better watch tonight. <laughs> Something big's going to happen. Kathy Lee. <laughs> I got a big show tonight. I think Kelly was hosting with him at the time. Well, whoever it was. But yeah, anyway, that's the stat. I mean, even if it is up till the year 2000 or 99, the fact that 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 lasted for 20 or I guess 14 years. And it was more impressive than any other of those victories. Right. Like he broke the game. No, no one else has ever. I guess James from Jeopardy broke the game for a little while. Yeah. But not not like Larson did. Michael yeah. Larson was the was the James Holtzauer of his time. Right. No, I ex- was this on um, when we did Chuck Barris month, maybe there was something in one of those documentaries about this, I think. Could have been. Might have been. Yeah, there was. I, I remember or maybe I watched a documentary about it separately. Maybe that's what it was. They did make a couple documentaries about it. Uh, but yeah, I just remember like the producers, I guess, were like shit in their pants. Mm-hmm. Like what is going on? I've tried <laughs> to get a couple producers on. Didn't they think that somebody on the inside was helping him? I, I've never heard initially that theory. They probably th- to me that almost has to be one of the first thoughts that you have when something right. like this happens. But well, I, I think they considered stopping the show, right? Yeah, they did. Which uh, yeah, that would have been a bummer. I. I- I mean, I suppose after the fact, he came clean and said, look, guys, I just fucking watched it. I just owned five VCR recorders yeah. and stacked the TVs on top of one another to follow the patterns. Yeah. And took I meticulous did. notes and made spreadsheets. And you know, I, I do not believe, again, we talked about this, what, three, four shows ago? You, I don't know. If they, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you Google a picture of Michael Larson. That is not the picture of a 35-year-old man. That is an absolute lie. The guy was uh, I mean, a, do, a, a shady figure. Do a Google you mean, search. You mean at the time of... The, at yeah. the time of the Pressure Luck recording, he was 35 years old. I mean, he looks better now. <laughs> He's dead. Oh. <laughs> How old are these articles that I'm looking at here on Google? Just do Michael Larson Pressure Luck, and you should see him like, see on the, video, the show. Yeah. Or just, yeah, just a picture of him sitting on the set. Okay. Michael Larson, press your luck. Well, wasn't that... There was a crazy story where he... Oh, was that a, was a different guy. Sorry. There was yeah. two Michael Larson. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He looks kind of like him, but a, like just much more clean shaven yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah. There was a contest, like a radio contest, where you had to match um, the number on a dollar bill. Serial so like, number. Yeah. There was a serial number on every dollar bill that was unique. And this radio station... Uh, a giveaway, I guess, like what, ten thousand dollars or whatever it was. I don't remember. Was it ten or a hundred thousand dollars? What, whatever the amount was, you had to get a dollar bill that matched the serial number that they gave you. Yeah. And he, I believe, bought out or or, or exchanged he, at the bank his 20, last fifty. What? His last fifty thousand. Fifty thousand dollars worth of one dollar bills. And he uh, just went through every single dollar bill looking for the serial number. And then his house got robbed with all those dollar bills in it. Right. This guy oh was my nuts. God. 
Yeah. This guy was nuts. But if you, like, looking that's at that terrible. picture, that's not the picture of a 35-year-old man, right, Nick? Uh, I mean, maybe, wait, how, how young was he when he died? He was 49 in 1999. So, I mean, it looks like, you know, a 35-year-old man who died under 50. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, right. Because I'm feeling pretty good about myself. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean... A 37? Looks, he looks like a 35-year-old man who lived a 55-year-old man some amount of life. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I just don't yeah. believe he was that young. But I suppose his family has vouched that that was his birthday. He lived a lot of life, that Michael Larson. Yeah. Lived hard. He probably didn't sleep much, which I definitely think contributes to aging. Probably. I'm sure he was up pretty late watching these fucking patterns yeah i mean i've tried i i've tried even even knowing what i know now from the michael larson stuff and the pattern that he was looking for i've watched the the early episodes before he was on pressure luck i don't know how he did it because usually they were not showing the board long enough for you to see a pattern like that and for him to pick up on all four or five patterns that they had is incredible yeah, he had to sort of he he had to sync up the footage, which would yeah. have been a lot harder to do when you only had VHS recordings. Right. You know, like if, I, on the internet it's a lot easier. I know what I'm looking for in watching those old episodes and I don't know how he did it. Yeah. He was a madman. He was. And he actually even made a, a few mistakes towards the beginning. He had a whammy. Right. His first his first spin was a whammy because he just didn't know what the latency was between hitting that buzzer and the light stopping. And it was instantaneous. Right, but once he was able to calibrate the once right. he got that calibrated, yeah. And then yeah, in the middle, he was towards the end, I mean, he was hitting squares that had whammies behind him. Yeah. And yeah. I think at that point, he wanted to stop before hitting $25,000 so that he could come back the next day. But he, once he passed that 25000 I think he set his sights on 100 and said, I'm not stopping until I get there. Wait a minute. If, if they capped it at twenty five. Is that right. what the rules were? Yes. The, the rules were once you reached more than $25,000 in a single day, you were not coming back as a returning champion. Uh, okay. Did not know that. So after... Uh, I feel like after he hit that $25,000, he's like, I'm going to 100 or bust. I've said this time and time again, because we've talked about this time and time again, but if I'm him, I'm not leaving until the producers drag me out of that studio. Like, there's <laughs> no fucking way I'm quitting. I think he was just exhausted. So what? So you build it up to $200,000 and you hit a whammy? And, and well, it, now point, he thought he couldn't go any further. I guess I, I truly think he didn't think he could go any further. You hit a whammy and you go again, man. But he was a he he was mentally zonked. This is a job paying you one hundred thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> well, I don't care this, what the job is. And this was also nineteen eighty six. You said, yeah, yeah. If so, you're paying me $100,000 an hour to do anything, I am not stopping until you force me to stop. Yeah, that's True. worth over a quarter million dollars in today's money. Yes. Whatever the job is, I'm not stopping. If you're I'm paying me 100000 eight, eight, eight hour shift? Eight hours, nothing. I'm sorry, 1984, not 86. 84, okay, 84. still. If I'm not getting, I don't care, I'm not getting sleep for a week, who cares? 
We're sitting here until you yeah. drag me out of this studio. You're going to like filibuster it. You'll like pee into a cup if you have to. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I I want to talk desperately to some of the people behind the scenes that day. We got to get one. I have tried. Oh, my God. The one I, the one lady is kooky now. I've tried to get a hold of her. Oof. Look at her Facebook page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but she won't answer me. I want to know, like, how soon did you know what the fuck is going on? Like, you're yeah. sitting here watching this guy, and he's hit $5,000, $4,000, $3,000 in a spin right. five times in a row. When was it no longer good luck? Where, yeah, when was it like, uh-oh. Mm. And mm. I want to also know how many people knew the actual limitations of the big board. Was it a common thing that you knew that there were only five patterns? Or was it a, a, a closely held secret that only a few people knew? Right. Because right. That, that also changes the fact of how soon did you realize that this wasn't luck anymore? I mean, it seems so obvious now. It does. You know? It seems so obvious that, of course, there must have been a pattern to it. Yeah. But I guess in 84, no, that wouldn't have been obvious. In 83, when the show started, it was a technological wonder. Right. You know, if they just varied the latency, too. And they did that. So one of the interviews that I recently watched with the head of CBS Daytime said that, and this kind of answers my question, maybe. Maybe it was a well-known thing. But he said, we, I knew anyway, he said, that, there were a limited number of patterns, so we dropped down the milliseconds of how long the light stayed on a certain square, thinking that would make it more random. But it clearly didn't. It, yeah, it wasn't right. enough. Right. But you can't have it going so fast that you can't pay attention to where the light is. I mean, it's a, that's a decision you make for making a good TV show. Of course. Yeah, of course. You can't have this light hitting, you know, 18 different squares in a half a second. Right. <laughs> and you also got to wonder at what point do you just like pick a square for them? Right. <laughs> but then because that's essentially the goal is to, if your if your goal is to make it truly random and not yeah. have any skill in it at all, you might as well just pick it for them. But then right. obviously everybody's going to get upset. Yeah. If they get a whammy or something, they don't feel like they had control. Yeah, I mean it's so, so much easier now, I, though. I, I, you know, and it, it's it's so easier said than done now. Yeah, I'm sure on the new version, like the randomization is. Oh just God, insane. it's it, yeah. Um, I, I'm. I wonder, just as I'm sitting here speaking of this, if lowering that that milliseconds that each you know box was lit up actually was an advantage to Michael Larson at finding the pattern. Because the patterns were going by faster on TV, they didn't show the patterns very long on television. Oh, I see what you mean. I mean, either way, as long as you get the rhythm, it doesn't matter how long. I guess is. you know, as long as you have the timing, th- doesn't matter. I just don't understand how he did it. Still, because like I said, I've gone back and watched those old episodes. I know what I'm looking for, and I still can't quite get it. I love that this is your little pet project. <laughs> I just love like the little things that you get obsessed with, like that, and you know, UFOs, and UFOs, yeah, Batoigaloys, Batoigal, Loigal, 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 Loigal
Boy Toigle. Oh, love it. Should we get to the main event, gentlemen? Dun, 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 dun. You might as well just play the Matlock theme. Should we do this? We it's are, all led up to this. It's all led up to this. What is uh, what is the song that they play at the stadiums to really get people pumped up? Uh, well, you have the Chicago Bulls. I don't think that's what I'm thinking of. Is that what I'm thinking of? You probably are, because you've probably heard it a lot in that Jordan documentary. Have you? Okay, let's talk about that before we get to this. Go ahead, real quick. Real quick, that is a puff piece, right? <sighs> it's not as bad as some people are making it out to be. I, I think, could it be more honest? Yes. Yeah. But I think if people knew more about how documentaries worked, they wouldn't be complaining as much. Because True. most documentaries operate like this. True. You know? Uh, it's a very common thing to give the, the subject of your documentary final cut. It doesn't always happen, but it happens quite a bit. And I understand that you needed to give him final cut in order to get him to participate, and you can't do the documentary without him. Right. You can't just have Barack Obama and Bill Clinton talking about Michael Jordan without Michael Jordan. Sure you um, can. Well, I guess you could. <laughs> so you needed him in there, and so... No, I Could get- they have gone further with the father stuff? Yes. Yeah. If that's your question. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as most people are saying, though. They could be. I I think they're. The problem is they're glossing over the gambling. Like, oh well, that's just that's just how it is. He wasn't an addict or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> he was going to Atlantic City after games. Yeah, and gambling till three in the morning. But they gloss over it. Like, yeah, well, that's that's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You want to be like Mike. (laughs) I think the problem more so for people is that for some reason, this documentary has become uh, LeBron versus Jordan again. Yeah. Which is just so dumb. Yeah, it is. So now everyone's like, you know, not only is LeBron probably a better player, but from the looks of it, he's also a way better person. So like, how are we going to keep celebrating Michael when LeBron doesn't have any of this baggage in his life? Right. You know? Which I, I, I can see. Like, there's a lot of hypocrisy there. Like, you want to be like Mike, yet for some reason LeBron is... You know what? The game is different today, yeah. and the times are different today. Here's the thing. So like, Jordan didn't have to play with Brian Scalabrini, Nick. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Michael Jordan, I feel like, was ahead of the curve in terms of talent. Um, the Michael- I disagree. I think, I think he had a lot of talent. I think he was ahead of the curve in terms of competitiveness. I think okay. nobody wanted to win more than him. True. I just I don't think that if you take if you take the Michael Jordan of that time peak Michael Jordan and drop him into the current world, he's a he's a slightly above average player. Well, he's a little more than that. I think he's I think he's number two today. I still think he's better than Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and all them. I do, but I I, think I don't LeBron know. Here's all you got to know though, right? Like Jordan with that. I, I'm sorry to turn this into a sports debate, but <laughs> <laughs> Nick is seething right now. Yeah. He just wants to talk about Matlock. Uh, <laughs> here, Jordan here. without Scotty Pippen. Enjoy this while we talk about that. <laughs> Jordan without Scotty Pippen, 10% winning percentage in the playoffs. Yeah. 
LeBron without another all-star player, 58% yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. So he did more with less. And that's why I would say he's better. Kind of like Tony Vlachos. He did more than less. With less <laughs> oh, please. You know what I mean? Ugh. <laughs> no right. idols, no advantages. Back back to the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're at the Elite Eight. We're I don't know, at the un- until, until, until LeBron has a Space Jam, though. It's coming. Coming next coming next I'm just year. saying, but it's not here yet. So It'll be point. here. Because that's going to be a deciding factor, too, between who's better is who, mm. had, the, who had the better movie. Mm. Mm. That's right. Who's going to gross more? <laughs> <laughs> We're at the Elite Eight in our March Madness into April and May bracket. Well, uh, some of these games went into overtime. You mean the seven and the Elite One. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Uh, there are eight songs left, two from each division. To me, we have four out. matchups here in the Elite Eight, duh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is one where we're going to have holy war. <laughs> that may just happen. Yes. <laughs> where do you want to begin? Well, let's start with the Jeffersons versus Happy Days. Okay, 670 sitcoms. I think I've already told you guys how I'm voting for the rest of this bracket <laughs> in the last episode. I don't yes. I, No, I don't think you made that clear enough yet. Uh, okay, I am well. undecided. I'm just telling you right now, I am undecided. Okay. Well, this cannot be more clear. I <laughs> I am also undecided. So here we go. Jefferson's versus Happy Days. I guess let's play these all because yeah. it's our last hurrah here. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite theme song of all time. So. Has this grown on you in any way? Who, me? Yeah. It's, it's fine. I can say, yeah, it's better. I like it more than I liked it at the beginning. But I never really had a problem with it. I, I just don't like how much you like it. Mm-hmm. I really just don't think it merits that amount of praise. I Stand Behind It is the only theme song that I listen to with other music. I can't. And that is that is insane. I can't listen to this multiple times. You, you realize how insane that statement is. I will have, open Spotify and be like, I want to listen to Moving On Up right now. I mean, when we have Perfect Strangers on here. No, this is still the only one. You're insane. Yeah, I, this I, is not open, good enough to listen to multiple times. You're insane. Especially like before the show starts like outside of watching it before the show starts yeah i'll listen to this just who does that because you're crazy I'm t- i don't do it with any other theme song just this one all right well you're insane or i guess the csi themes by the who i guess but those <laughs> don't really count huh. uh and then yeah we got happy days uh which is another top contender i would say all oh. of these are Sunday, Monday, happy days. now see this has Monday, way more happy days Re-listenable ability to it than the Jeffersons. I think it's good. I I do think between the two of them, this one sounds more like a TV theme song. Yeah, which I guess is, is not a dig. But I, I listen to this and I think, oh, it's just a TV show as opposed to the Jeffersons, which is like, this is a great song. In many ways, to me, though, this is what every TV show was striving to be. But this is the original. 
And I will say it does put you in a time and place, which helps. Oh, man, doesn't Immediately. it? Immediately. It reminds me of just like milkshakes and hamburgers. And jukeboxes. Oh, right. A time I was never alive in, but... <laughs> yeah. Driving up to make out point. <laughs> Do some necking. <laughs> in the back seat. Yeah. Uh, so and I you know will, what else? You what? know what else though? It just it just puts you in a good mood. It's impossible to be in any mood other than happy. Right. Listening to that, I just feel like if I listened to that thing ten times in a row, it would be like Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad theme. I actually think it's a very good theme. <laughs> but again, I think the Jeffersons has more relistenability i'm voting for the jeffersons i am dying on this hill but if this is where the journey ends so be it i think this is where the journey ends <laughs> bye bye oh. bye bye jeffersons yeah wow you know is, what they just remember you gave me what a vast amount of power <laughs> just to just to die here i stand behind it okay i stand behind it i'm happy on the journey we went together okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do let's let's go eighties nineties sitcoms next. So we we through. are advancing Happy Days. Happy I, Days is through. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. In the final four. In the final four. Next up, we have the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I ah, he's upside down right now on the screen. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I feel like I may have misrepresented myself in past episodes when it comes to the Fresh Prince. I want to be clear. I love the Fresh Prince. What? I do. I love the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, I do too. Love the show. Sure. It's the, song is fu- the song is fun. I the song is fun. The song is fun. The show is uh, garbage. The... That's wrong. Um, the, the full song is significantly worse. Let me, yeah, let me ask you a question. At this point in time, what's more famous, the theme song of Fresh Prince or the show Fresh Prince? Say that again. I, th- I, I, I actually don't think they're detached at all. You, th- you don't think so? No, I think they only exist in the same context. And that's actually part of the problem with this one to me. I'm sorry. I missed the question, Nico. He's saying, Wait. what's more famous, the song or the show? Oh, the, f- the song. I, I think so. I, 100% I don't the think song. anybody thinks about the song outside of the context of the show. Wrong. I disagree with you. Wrong. Yeah, I've, really. heard, I've heard people just go off on this song just because and not but think like, about the show. But, but there's no way that you hear this song and you don't immediately think of the show. Like this song only exists in context of the show. It's not like. That's the same with every theme song. Same with Happy Days. Same with. It's not, compl- it's not completely Panther. true for every same theme with, song. Like it's not true with Matlock, for example. I I would argue that the X Files theme exists outside of the X Files because of its um because of its existence in like meme culture and things like that. Same with like Peter Gunn. Peter Gunn is an example of that. Mission Impossible to a certain extent. Yeah. So I, I I don't think that's completely true. I don't think anybody would have heard the Fresh Prince song and not known that the show existed. Okay, fair, fair. (laughs) But I do think, though, that there are a number of people, 
my sister, for example, that can sing the song. Having but have not watched seen, the show. Having never seen an episode of yeah. the show. It's because it's catchy. Precisely. But and I, I do think like the, the characters, I guess Carlton is the biggest character now. How weird is yeah, that? Yeah, with the Carlton dance. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, well, the show really has become a parody of itself when you yeah. really think about it. <laughs> what was cool back then and what was not cool back then, it's like the opposite now. Right. right. Which is why Carlton's so popular now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, I do think though it is. Uh, is it the most iconic theme left? I guess it is. No. No. You don't think so? No. Okay. And I do think it's the most original. I, I would. Left. I would put it Happy is mo- Days ahead yeah. of this. But besides that, I would put this in second. Okay. And then I, Reading Rainbow. I will. I that would will, be my top three popular. I will say that this is the most original. Yes. Okay. Um, it's up against this. And here's a hint for you. This song's loaded onto my soundboard now. Fresh Prince isn't. <laughs> so I can always pull this song up now. <laughs> By the way, a lot of controversy last week about Full Matters. <laughs> uh, let's talk about that then, quick. Wait, somebody didn't like it? No full house theme, uh, uh, family matters theme, right? And yeah. So we're like, oh, they're exactly the same song. Uh, turns out, full house, family matters, and perfect strangers, all written and recorded by the same artist. Oh my god, really? Yes, sir. This is not the same person singing this song. By the way, I have this loaded up on my soundboard now too. <laughs> It's a rare condition. This and this is Full House. Let's try to double check, right? That is not the same song a person singing this. Actually, I think it is. Uh, maybe. Alright, that's the same person. Yeah. Jesse Frederick is the man's name. Uncle Jesse, known for writing and recording, uh, recording the songs for Perfect Strangers, Full House, Family Matters, and Step by Step. Oh, Step by Step's a good one too. Yeah. So, play Perfect Strangers a little bit longer. Okay. I need to get into the. We'll play this all the way through now. <laughs> Let's just burn three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's only two minutes and four seconds left. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing it doesn't sound like the same person that sings Sometimes Family House. Get a feeling like you need some kind of change. Man, the hook is so good in this song. No what and that's the thing, because I'm hating this right now. <laughs> yeah, the verses aren't as good, actually. No. But I need to get to the hook. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I like it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I stand by this. Okay. Man, that's such a good chorus. Why is that another minute left on? Man, that? 
I really hated that at first, but I swear the hook just makes up for it. And as a as a theme song to a show, I imagine they cut out a lot of that fat. Oh yeah. And I imagine that before the show, it's probably even stronger than what we just heard. Yeah, probably. I I just love. Were the you song. a big Perfect Strangers fan? I yeah, I watched quite a bit of it. I don't okay. like the early seasons. Okay, but I need to I need to check it out on Hulu again. I know it's there. It would have been better with Louis Anderson. <laughs> Remember that <laughs> tidbit. He was going to be, I think he was going to be Balky. That is an evergreen quote, by the way. <laughs> Anything is better with Louis Anderson. <laughs> oh, my abusive father. My alcoholic father. Used to you know be what? Yeah, those meat track me. porn would have really been better with <laughs> Louis Anderson. Well, that's it till next time, bitch. <laughs> You've convinced me. You've convinced me. I will vote for Perfect Strangers. Wow. I, will, I will pull the upset on... Fresh all right are you guys on board i'm on yeah. bo- I'm, obviously i'm on board all right with a big asterisk asterisk oh, big asterisk my ass oh that beginning harmonica is so annoying oh well, it's okay it, here it will have its day in court in the semifinals don't worry. oh and then it drops right <laughs> there it, and then it shoots back up in the hook so you're telling me it's better than this Oops, come on. Those are yeah, pretty this, good bars, dude. But this intro kind of sucks, too, until he actually starts now talking. This is a story. Ugh, it gets worse after he starts talking. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hating on Will Smith? Why are you hating on the man that brought us I Am Legend, the remake of Omega Man, and Seven Pounds? <laughs> Seven pounds! <laughs> Why are you hating on this man? <laughs> Why are you hating on the man that brought us the great Hancock? You forgot about collateral beauty. <laughs> All right. Uh, is this is it time to go to Holy War? No. Is it time? It's no, not. not yet. It's not. Where are we going next, then? Uh, of course. <laughs> the theme to the whole goddamn bracket. <laughs> Yeah, Matlock coming in from number 65. <laughs> yeah, seed 65. <laughs> okay. Um, We've heard it. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to rain on anyone's parade. Hmm. But I care about the integrity of this bracket. Oh, bullshit, you do. <laughs> I you invented about the damn thing. <laughs> Let me be honest. If you cared about the integrity of the bracket, Matlock would have been on there from the start. <laughs> you yes. would have put the extra time in. You would have really done your research, dug deep. You would have crushed your T's and dotted your eyes. Matlock is not the best theme song of all time. It's just not. And if we put it through to the final four, it's it's going that way. I mean, you're right, and you're right it's not, but we eliminated the monkeys round one, so it's really, again, your fault. Okay, I'm, I'm going to make a plea to Rob here. By yes. the way, Matlock is going up against Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, can let's play that theme real quick. Yep, I can do that. Here, I'm going to do the 2010. Okay. Is that the one we want to do? Sure.
Matlock, but this is definitely better than Matlock. I'm sorry. Ooh. I like it, uh, but it sounds like uh, band class. Oh, you're right. Matlock doesn't? No. With the fucking tuba? <laughs> no, Matlock sounds like uh, like a saxophone player in a jazz club is getting a BJ on stage while he plays. <laughs> it sounds like the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. Uh, come on. Okay, time out, time out, time out. Rob, here's what's going to happen. He's going to convince you to put Matlock through the next round. Right. Okay. Right. Rob agrees. <laughs> Matlock, listen. He agrees Matlock with the is trajectory then, of this. Matlock is then going to go up against the winner of the children's bracket. Right. You are going to side with me on the children's bracket. Yep. Nick is going to use his veto. Matlock is going to be forced into the finals against the theme song that you like less than DuckTales. And then what's going to happen is yeah. out of spite, you guys are going to push perfect strangers to win. Okay, so here's all I'm asking you. <laughs> so if you, come, if you stop, stop, stop. Go ahead. This proposition is coming, ladies and gentlemen, from the person who believes in the integrity of the bracket. Let's just yes. remember also, that. Let me be clear. As you, as you he's, present he's this He's trying argument. to convince you by saying, Rob, oh, no, DuckTales I, I, has a chance to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's trying to do right now. As if, as if DuckTales has any shot. <laughs> Excuse me. I know what he's about to present to me. I've yeah. watched enough Survivor to know what he's about to present <laughs> say, to me. Work with him. <laughs> I vote just out laid Matlock out the now. end game for you. I laid out the end game. So I <laughs> want you to I'm vote asking, out Matlock now so that we have to, uh, so that I will use it now. By the way, I'm not saying that Matlock won't win the bracket. All I'm saying is that Matlock is going to win the bra- bracket. Matlock should win the right way. Sure. And it should win by uh, Nick's it, veto. <laughs> for example, Rob, it should not what, win Rob, by finding two immunity me. idols and winning a final four immunity challenge okay, and so sitting in the end. That's all I'm saying. If what you're saying, get it there, what you're saying if, if is Matlock that if is I gonna use come back from the edge of extinction, <laughs> it better survive a couple votes. That's all I'm saying. So you're saying, hold on a second. You're saying that if I use the vote that you promised me, Basically, the integrity of the thing is gone. Correct. Correct. Okay. So then that means the integrity was gone round one when Correct. I agreed to let Correct. the Jeffersons go through. Yeah. I'm First trying off, to, I'm trying secondly, to salvage. Secondly, trying to let, sal- me lay, l- let me, Rob, lay the real groundwork here of what's actually going to happen. If you side with Nico and vote Matlock out, I'm voting DuckTales out immediately. It will be gone. Gone. Not even a chance. There won't even be a conversation. Uh, My vote is for Hawaii Five O, and now the game is in your hands, Rob. Don't make the same mistake that fucking Ben made on Survivor this week. Uh, Remember which one saved on your soundboard. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I'm not saying Matlock won't win. I just want him to burn the veto. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make him burn the veto. I, I think he has to burn his veto here. Amen. You see your vote in Hawaii Five O. Yeah, it, but it doesn't matter because he's gonna burn his veto. Nick, are you using your veto? No. Wow. Damn. <laughs> there it goes. Matlock out at the Elite Eight. 
I changed. I changed my vote. <laughs> Put, we're putting Matlock through. Stop it! Stop! He's playing you. Don't blink. You're in a game of chicken. Don't blink. Don't fucking blink. Uh, He'll use the veto. Yeah, on Ducktales. Yeah, I'll use it on the wrong thing. Yeah. Are you telling me Matlock's in the final four? <laughs> I don't know what to do here, you guys. On a, outside of veto talk, they're both really fucking good. Yes, and I think Hawaii they Five is better anyway. They're just both really good. I have a soft spot for like jazzy tunes. I just do. This may be the best of all time. There's an argument for this. I'll tell you what, if it wasn't up against Matlock, it would be every other thing on this list. I know, right? I, I don't have any problem saying that. It's really hard. But in terms, if you look at overall, people are going to recognize that song, that riff, long before they recognize this. Nobody's going to recognize this. I'm telling you though, this would be on my iPod first. Yeah, I think you're probably right. My vote is a Wi-Fi vote. That is my vote. All right. Uh, I think in terms of, and again, this is outside of the fun veto talk that we've had. <laughs> uh, I think that Hawaii Five O is probably the more recognizable song and more recognizable riff. Nick, I mean, I, I've I've never vote I've never voted based on more recognizable. I've purely voted based on what I think is a better song, and that's been my. I, I think I've been pretty consistent about that. I don't know what to do here. Let's just leave it at a tie and push them both. Through. No ties. There's <laughs> a bracket. It's literally. It's not soccer. <laughs> Come on, what is it? What's make, happening here? Just make the decision, man. What's I, happening here? It's going to be Hawaii Five-0. Nick, are you oh. using your veto? No, I'm not. Okay. Matlock out at the Elite Eight. Yeah. Uh, it had a good run. The Cinderella story ends here yeah. for Matlock. All right. Well, I'm very disappointed in you. Right. And by the way, Matlock will forever be uh, a staple of this podcast. Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's front and center on my soundboard. My <laughs> other themes, I have to go into a folder, but Matlock's right here. <laughs> <laughs> on my home screen oh i am so disappointed uh, i am so let down <laughs> so now we have what i thought was going to be holy war maybe still is going to be reading okay. rainbow versus ducktales butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow A reading rainbow, a reading rainbow, 
the 16 seed. Another Cinderella story. Telling you, man, that song had it a is, tough path. It's good. so ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but it's great. I, yeah. I love that song so much. Life is like a hurricane in Duckbird. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery. I love this theme. I know. I love it so much. And I love this show. I loved DuckTales as a kid. What I like about DuckTales is that it is... It it goes so much harder than it needed to. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. It is so much better than it has any right to be. This feels like, and still does... And, and maybe it was, maybe it wasn't a passion project by about like eight people. Like they they curate, curated the story. They they it was a passion project for somebody. And I I still feels that way. I love the show. I love the song. So easy to whistle and hum. Yeah, yeah. And now, it's stuck in your head. This is not spite. I was already going to vote for Reading Rainbow, and I'm still going to vote for Reading Rainbow here. Okay. It's tough. This is why so, I thought it was going to be Holy War, because I thought Nico was going to go with Reading Rainbow. So I, I like DuckTales a lot. It's really classy, way better than it has any right to be. But at the end of the day, <laughs> DuckTales, woo It's like, okay, you know, we get it. Rob, what's your vote? It's DuckTales, 100%. And... And I'm ready to go to war with you because you were re- ready to kick Reading Rainbow out in the first round over the Jetsons. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no, this is actually not close for me. I'm, I'm really I'm going. Du- I'm going Ducktales. Wow. It's Ducktales. Yeah, I'm going Ducktales here. Yeah, I, th- I think this so is a great good. representative. And if this, honestly, if this theme song won the bracket, I think it would be a fine choice. Well, Ducktales goes. Why don't we just go right up to it against Hawaii Five O? Oh boy! It's not even a choice for me again. It's Ducktales. Wow! Immediately, it's Ducktales over Hawaii Five O. Absolutely. This is brutal. Wow! Ducktales versus Hawaii Five O. Yeah. All right. One is definitely more iconic than the other. That is not even close. Hawaii Five O wins on iconography. Is that um, a word? <laughs> what? Is that a word? <laughs> Iconography? Iconography? <laughs> yeah. Maybe oh. not Nebraska, Rob. No, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, DuckTales got... You can sing along to it. It's got words. I mean, I think we've talked about this in the past. Oh, yeah. This was a I big debate. The, the songs with words have an edge on the instrumentals just because they're easier to sing along to. Well, assuming the words are good. Sure. I think ooh is a great word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spell it. <laughs> I kind of think the the words ducktails ruins the song for me a little because it it loses that um it loses the ability to exist outside of the show a little bit. Oh, I see. Which again, I you know, I You mean you don't think that they are aware that they're ducks? <laughs> that's not what i'm saying <laughs> that, but, that but human tales shouldn't be like the name of the book <laughs> every, <laughs> or every the name of the tv show that we're in 
<laughs> every lyric besides when they yell DuckTales <laughs> is like a legitimately good song that I could listen to in any context. Well, I guess, yeah, not here in Duck World, but... <laughs> Duckburg. Duck it's the name of the town, Duckburg. <laughs> By the way, if they're rewriting history, that's probably, like... They time-traveled. Okay, that doesn't speak well to the Duckburg school system. You know what I mean? Like, they're they, saying the Confederacy won the Civil War. They were time-travelers, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are these are, are the are the uh, the Ducktales clan? Are they like uh, Nazi propagandists? <laughs> Do they believe like the numbers Jackson have been truthers. exaggerated? <laughs> oh, Michael that's what Jackson they are. Yep. that's who was tweeting us. <laughs> it was the Ducktales clan. <laughs> it was the Ducktales clan. Yeah, you know the just because I'm a little shit, I I I kind of I kind of like making interesting uh, decisions in these things. I kind of like just going for it and making a statement. I love Hawaii Five-0. I think that like that's the chalk answer, but I think that just Ducktales would be more interesting. So I, I'm voting for Ducktales as well. <laughs> I mean, there's no way I'm giving it to Hawaii Five-0 after what it did to poor Matlock. <laughs> there's not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> Understand though, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to use the veto in the last round. I thought that would have been a dick move. But understand that an entire half of the board has been losses for me today. So you now have sole power over who wins this thing. Well, I didn't want to do it that way. Well, now you've got it. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Unless you use it on this side of the bracket, which I might. I might. Which, which you might. And it's happy days against perfect, perfect strangers. strangers. What bothers me is we're now in a situation where no matter how this goes, everyone's happy but me. <laughs> why? Yeah, well, why? Rob will be happy with Perfect Strangers or DuckTales. I, first of all, I'm happy with none of this because you all kicked out the Jeffersons. <laughs> so let's stop playing victim here, Nicholas. Let's stop this charade right Okay, now. what I should have said is no matter how this goes, Rob's okay, going to be happy. But let's, if you wanted to save Matlock, you could have. You didn't. You chose not to. it's going to be Perfect Strangers versus DuckTales. But going back, DuckTales would have beat out Matlock. Yes or no, Nico? I don't know. I legitimately don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I would have listened to the arguments. I just wanted him to burn the veto. That was my only agenda. <laughs> This yeah, veto has I will not, ruined the bracket. This was gamesmanship. This had nothing to See, I, that's what I don't I, like. If you were talking about the integrity, you were you were you were being more dastardly than me because I wasn't uh, even talking about using the veto. All I said is I wanted Matlock to win legitimately. I didn't want Matlock to be thrown in the finals uh, and but it win didn't on lose a legitimately. It didn't uh, lose legitimately. You ne- could have vetoed and you could have saved it. But Nico, that wouldn't have been legitimate. Nico, outside of veto. DuckTales versus Matlock. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a choice. Listen, if you, you want to eliminate okay. You kicked out you kicked out Matlock for Hawaii 50 and you're saying you're saying eliminate Nick, the veto and let You want to go back and play this again? If you if you uh uh abdicate your veto right now, <laughs> I I will have the DuckTales versus Matlock debate with you. <laughs> lay down the veto right lay down your arms and I will have it out. <laughs> 
But no, you're not. You know why? Because you're fucking power hungry, bro. Because I know why. you. Because I know you. You've been trying to fuck with me since the first round of this bracket. You got a veto out of me, and you've been oh. dangling it over me like a donkey with a carrot. Well, that in front was for the viewers. That this was is not exactly for what I wanted when we did this veto, dude. And I know you, bro. Stop <laughs> this. Stop being like, like like Matt Locke was unjustly handled in this bracket. Stop. Don't get at me with the integrity. <laughs> Don't make this integrity argument. I am no, offering you right now the chance. Okay. Lay down your power. <laughs> sure. What I'm saying, we just understand where I was coming from. I wasn't saying, I don't care about the integrity of this. Let me be very clear. <laughs> I was saying you were arguing about the integrity of it whilst, while at the same time being a hypocrite. That's I all. I'm just calling you out. I didn't want Matlock to win on a technicality. Right, if it was going to win, I wanted it to win like a man. You should have voted with your heart then. Cons- you should have been consistent to your own word. That's I all. Wanted, I wanted Andy Griffith. That's all. To win with a, with a decent resume in the finals. That's all. Okay, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you bend me. <laughs> I, I love how he still has yet to... to uh, well, I'm trying to, to understand. To give is, it this, is, this, is this a retcon? <laughs> or is this just, if I surrender it, we have a discussion? That doesn't have any influence on this. I, I will give Matt Locke its time in court. I won't guarantee that it wins, but I will give it its time in court. It will have a chance. This is interesting. How did you get this veto, first of all? Because this happened in the lost the episode. Because the Jeffersons got kicked. This was the on Jeffersons. the lost episode. The Jeffersons, he voted out first round, and I gave him veto power. Oh, that's right. Which was insane. Green, you should have just let it die. Green Acres is a way better song than right. the Jeffersons. <laughs> I take it you're not giving up the veto. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do All it. Right, let's do this again. Matlock is in the final four now. We're doing versus it. Versus DuckTales. We're retconning. Okay. And it's now Matlock versus DuckTales. Rob, you still vote DuckTales. I still vote DuckTales. Matlock's a great fucking song. I'm not saying that it isn't. I I just again, it comes down to being recognizable for me it, for mm-hmm. a tiebreaker because right, DuckTales you're just swayed by popular opinion. <laughs> yes. Like a mindless sheep. Yes. Right? You go by the highest grossing songs, of Right, course. exactly. Right. <laughs> but recognizably Something happens at about age 30 where you just lose the ability to decide for yourself. You just <laughs> exactly. Kinda, You're knocking on that I'm door just... here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Michael Larson of this fucking podcast. <laughs> I probably have more gray hair than you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Nick, what's your argument for Matlock? Dude, it's better. That's it. It's jazzy. <laughs> it's sweet. There's no ducktails that, you know, I can listen to Matlock separate. F- Again, this has been my thing the whole time. What would I have on my iPod? What is a good song separate from any context of the show? The fact that, like, none of us have seen any Matlock. And it's even okay. made it this far. W- would you be upset if Andy Griffith was coming on and singing, like, My name is Matlock <laughs> and I'm a lawyer. Yes, <laughs> My absolutely. name is Matlock and I tr- twist the facts. <laughs> My that name is Matlock. <laughs> I was and if they just, just came in and they were like, Matlock. I jury tampering. <laughs> Matlock. <Yeah. laughs> I, I just legitimately 
Matlock to me. Sounds really good. Play DuckTales again, though. All right. I can do that. Let's hear them both back to back, right? Yeah. Life is like a hurricane in Duckbird. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery. Or rewrite history. I'm a sucker for a chorus. No. I'm a sucker for a chorus. Yeah. And and again, this goes back to the earlier argument. A song with lyrics has an advantage. If the lyrics are good. Yeah. Danger. I love that danger. Oh, the danger. Switch my vote. <laughs> he wants to use the veto now. Let's go DuckTales. <laughs> DuckTales over Matlock. Yeah. Wow. My yeah, name I, honestly, is Matlock and I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, DuckTales is a, is a jam. It is a jam. You know what? I think this is the only appropriate way to do it. We we lay down our arms, we stop the civil war, and we together put Ducktales into the finals. All right. I so if right. it was Happy Days versus Green Acres, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's right. If we're gonna retcon, we're gonna retcon the right way. I agree. It's still Happy Days. I think Is it. it I think I so. I like Green Acres a lot, though. Uh, but I think. But it's what still are we, what are we doing about Happy Days versus Perfect Strangers, guys? What are we doing here? <sighs> That's a lot harder. Because going, I mean, going back against my own words, Happy Days is way more recognizable. But I just like this better. Nick is right though about the verses not being as good as the chorus. Oh yeah, that is hurting it. But it, it's this is one of the only times where I feel like normally we would we would say both of these songs are great. But this one has this negative, so therefore the other one's probably better, right? Yeah. That's normally the logic we'd go by. They're both yeah. near hundreds. This, the 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 main verses are like a minus twenty, right? In this context, though, it feels like Happy Days is like a is like a hundred. The verses here are like a minus twenty, but the rest of the song is a one fifty. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The, right. the 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 chorus is the chorus of this song is miles and miles and miles ahead of everything else on this list. Yeah. But the verses are so weak. It's like a Robin Williams movie. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah the movie's a- not good, but like Robin is giving like the best performance ever in it. It's like Hook. It's like Hook. <laughs> it's like Hook. <laughs> it's like Jack. <laughs> Fuck Jack. Oh, you... Uh, I haven't watched my feelings every time you guys time. bad talk Jack. You know what? I I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a stickler about it. And I gotta judge this like a gymnastics routine. I gotta be fair. So you're the Russian judge. <laughs> I am. I'm I'm exactly right. I was just bribed before the show. Right. My vote is Happy Days. That is my vote. Ron I Howard re- got to you, didn't he? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm freckled fuck. <laughs> I mean, let's also not not forget that the guy who wrote Perfect Strangers here also wrote Full House and all of these other incredible 
interest. He had three horses in this race. I, three in this race, yeah, and a, a fourth contender. Yeah. On top of that. God, this is good. I, I think Perfect Strangers is better, legitimately. I love Happy Days. I could okay. be happy with I could be happy with either of them advancing. Robert, it's up to you. Ah. Uh. I love the ending. Great ending, too. But boy, this one just really gets the juices flowing. Mm. What's the vote? Perfect strangers. Wow. Wow. Nothing rearranged. Okay. Sometimes well, it's all come down to this. It does. <laughs> that was an exhausting process, but here oh, we are. Here we are. In the finals, we have from the 80s and 90s bracket the 14 seed. <laughs> You Perfect gave strangers. up on seeds a long time ago. The selection committee did that, Robert. Yeah. And I'm, from I'm the amazed with how across the board yeah. on too many thoughts media.com, the uh the committee is just notoriously awful at making decisions. Because uh, the committee is always Nico. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout Don't break Rob. Throughout Don't break the, the facade. The committee is the only fucking guy willing to listen to seven hours of theme songs in a row. Don't start I don't know. with I me, feel like bro. I've been subjected to fucking Guantanamo Bay torture here uh. doing this podcast. <laughs> the committee is the only guy willing to get off his ass and quit binge watching Tiger King for the fourth time over. Excuse you. Stop it. Twice, thank you very much. I know you're directly attacking Rob here, but <laughs> and from the and from the children's bracket, you've got the two seed, Ducktales, a fourteen versus a two, and this is, I think, one of the hardest to sit. I can't believe these are the final two. If I you had had me guess, no, <laughs> no, this is like the maybe eight hundredth most likely combination. <laughs> That's why no one has a perfect bracket ever. <laughs> Oh, all Always the brackets surprise. were busted in the first round. <laughs> well, well, first of all, once we put Matlock in there as a wild card over Sopranos. <laughs> that bracket, was the right decision, though. The bracket was it busted was. pretty early. It was a right decision. Man, perfect strangers versus DuckTales. Uh, I have no idea what to do here, guys. I'm legitimately lost. I don't either. Nick, help me out, please. Yeah. Perfect strangers, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Wow. I, I like DuckTales a lot. It's a jam, but uh, that side of the board is tainted, first off. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we're talking Reading Rainbow versus Perfect Strangers, it's a whole different conversation. It, it is. I agree. <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I, I think the, you know what? We could be like, oh, let's just push DuckTales through uh, as the winner with a higher seed. Uh, it's it's very good and everything. And I don't think that's as interesting, to be honest. I gotta be honest with you. I think I, Perfect Strangers is a lot more extreme on the goodness-badness scale. I, like, when it's bad, it's really bad. And when it's good, <laughs> it's really good. 
And I yeah, like that. I think the fact that fucking a show about talking ducks and and a sitcom <laughs> that no one remembers from the 80s being in the finals is pretty fucking interesting already. <laughs> like, I honestly think I'm looking at this bracket. I, I think we made a ton of mistakes along the way. No <laughs> doubt. No. Many mistakes. Nico, we made several. No. None. This no as mistakes. a final two, it's out there. It's a little weird. I don't think anyone else would have done it this way. I'm pretty proud of it, though. I actually think yeah. these are pretty. These are two pretty, like, interesting original choices like they're obscure enough to to uh, to make a statement but they're also both legitimately good in their own right yeah um i i have no regrets about these two finalists i'm actually really happy with these two finalists that ducktales being, is very, ducktales is a jam that being uh, said i i think i have a softer spot in my heart for ducktales um and so i'm gonna vote for that oh. and i think that means rob gets to make the final call why does it have to be up to me i don't like this do you want, want it to be up to me rob i kind of because i don't care now <laughs> <laughs> i do not want it to be up to nick you want to say, let's put it up to me no let's not do rob that. give me your vote you already said perfect strangers <laughs> rob rob give give me a veto give no we're give not me doing your vote. this give me your vote uh, i promise you won't regret it i promise oh uh, it's so hard. I love DuckTales. The show, the song, everything about it. The winner. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> of our bracket. I am so nervous. <laughs> he also loves Perfect Strangers, so I don't, I don't know why he really just one-sided that. <laughs> Tales. That's fine. That's totally fine. I like how Nick's go, it's fine. I'm good. It's fine. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Rob. If you gave me your vote, I would have had you vote for DuckTales. Uh, really? I would have. <laughs> it's good. It's fine. Oh, I'll be because, in my room. <laughs> Nobody talk to me. No, no, because... Ultimately, Rob, you uh, wanted to vote for DuckTales. I and you gotta vote I, with your heart for the integrity of the bracket. For the integrity. Amen. Apparently, I'm the only one who cares about the integrity of the bracket. Here. <laughs> Is, that's what I've learned today. Uh, I think we have learned a lot about our friendship today, guys. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that this fucking bracket almost tore us apart. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, uh, wow, that was quite a journey. <laughs> that was that was quite something. But uh, this this might be the hottest take I've ever fucking heard in my life. The of the top, we're <laughs> saying that of sixty five of the best theme songs ever, Ducktales is number one. I want to be very clear on what we disagree. <laughs> that is correct. We agree that Ducktales, which mind you, I didn't even know was a show before this bracket. <laughs> I've never even heard of Ducktales. The it's show, so I, good. You need. I to- know. I know the duck characters from various Disney productions, but I do you not have, know there was a DuckTales show. Do you have Disney Plus? Of course I have Disney Plus. Well, I, have go ne- watch- I have Nico's Disney Plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go watch yourself. a random... It doesn't matter which episode you watch. Go watch a random episode of DuckTales. Of the old DuckTales, not of the new DuckTales. I but the new DuckTales is great, too. I think we ought to watch a couple DuckTales episodes and talk about it now on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Maybe coming into Nostalgia Plus soon. Maybe. 
Uh, wow. DuckTales, congratulations on a hard-fought victory. A hard-fought victory. Except An underdog I still story ha- like no I other. have this loaded into the soundboard forever. <laughs> Listen, we, we have... A, it's like we gained a bunch of new friends along the we way. Did. We did. We really have all did. of these new drops that we can play at any moment. <laughs> I still believe Matlock should be our, our, our closing theme. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. By the way, I have one more reveal. All right. I texted listener Audrey. Oh. And asked her who was the winner of the Rob Sesternino bracket. Oh. Just Don't tell to me it see. was DuckTales. Just to see. <laughs> I'll lose my shit I, if it was DuckTales. If duck it's DuckTales, I am hanging up this call. <laughs> and the show is over. It's probably am- happy days. So, I am not shitting you. Okay. So here's the thing. She sent me a message on Discord. Huh. I have not opened the message yet. Oh, we don't so know. I will be reading it along with you too. So I legitimately have no idea what the winner was. I'm hanging up this call if it's DuckTales. Oh, 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 oh. She posted it in the group, didn't she? Okay. So because I just it, saw it. Oh, you have it in front of you. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Then reveal it. I'm not going to open it. Are you sure? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. I haven't opened it yet. All right. I'm assuming this is the same message that she sent you. It is a picture of Will Smith from the Fresh Prince Bel Air. <laughs> thank Christ. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. Okay, so uh, we made the right decision. Yes, yes. we did in eliminating <laughs> him there. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> man, we dodged a bullet there. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Fresh Prince is not the right choice. No, it isn't. It is the most unique, though. It's out a, of you know, all it's almost of these- like. Rob Sesternino is just like consistently wrong about every opinion. He right. is. No, he is. Yeah. I like how I'm picking a fight with a guy that I have no bone to pick with at all and don't even know who he is. But. <laughs> I have no problem with Rob Sesternino, oh, by the way. This you. is all Rob. Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's fine. I think he does an okay podcast. I listen every yeah. once in a while. It's not bad. No, but here's the thing. Rob is uh Rob is on our side here. And so even though I don't know this guy and don't care. He's my you, fucking enemy. That's right. He's my you, mortal enemy. That's right. Do you remember that radio station in Illinois that had me on a couple different times? I do indeed. And when yeah. I was introduced or when I called in the first time, they didn't they had me confused with Rob Sesternino. Yes, they, they were did. like oh. I heard the guy cover up the mic and he went, This is this is the wrong Rob. This is the other Rob. This is this is a Rob from a different website. <laughs> This is not Rob Sesternino. Rob has a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It's so good. And I was just like, oh, motherfucker. (laughs) But you you were on there a couple times. Yeah, I was on there, I think, three or four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, he had no problem with me. It was just like the first time it was like. Oh, sweet Jesus Christ, it isn't the Rob from Rob Fraz podcast. Oh, we thought you mattered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, we thought you were somebody important. Listen, Rob C. is a very hardworking guy, clearly. He makes too many fucking podcasts for my liking. And this is coming from a guy that hosts three a week. <laughs> yeah. I, thought you were, I thought you were going off on your own fucking uh, <laughs> network there. No, I mean, I, he just does way Find too many. Too many thoughts media at too many podcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> too many podcasts.com. Uh, but no, I mean, I don't know. The guy is. The, the guy has leveraged his connections. No, he has. But he, he does well for himself. And he's, I think, like one of the top maybe 20 TV podcasts on iTunes, I think. 
Really? Yeah, he's up there. So, you know, he's a grinder. I think our show is better, but it's okay. He's probably on grinder, but... Oh, stop it. (laughs) I also realize, by the way, that 90% of our audience listens to Rob Sesternino. Yeah. And I find that very funny. I don't. (laughs) I I find it much less humorous. (laughs) All those people stirring the pot. (laughs) So Uh, can we talk a little bit about the Discord thing, or is that not... I mean... I don't no, know yeah, I mean it's I still in the er- it's still know. in the early stages here. So, uh, you know, we're gonna be working out some of the kinks and everything. But uh, I decided to just spin up a uh, a Discord server for for too many thoughts. You should explain what Discord is. By yeah, way. yeah. So if you don't know what Discord is, it's a um, it's essentially just a chat server. You know, it's a like a group chat. It's like it's like a group chat. You can um, a lot of gamers use it. People use it to yeah. either play D anD D or just like when they're gaming together on their computers. It's just a, it's a chat room. There are text channels and voice channels, and um, we've set this one up so that you know you guys can join as listeners and um, either communicate directly with us with specific shows or um, you can give us your feedback, give us ideas. We're gonna post when a new uh, episode goes live in there. Uh, yeah, because and, you want to do live shows with with and a yeah, lot so of we have we have some ideas down in the, in the future where uh, we we have a setup where we can actually record our show live in Discord and you guys can listen in and uh, comment live while we're talking and we can have like a little interaction with you. I I miss and the a few live other shows. things set up in the future, so I think it'd be fun. I I've missed the live shows of RFF and when we did a few for two cents. Yeah, those I've were fun. And I've the call-in missed. shows. We did a couple call-in yeah, shows. Yeah, the call-in. We can absolutely do the call-in shows. So how how does the live portion of it work? Does it come live from your computer, Nick, or how how are you broadcasting? Well, so it's not really broadcasting. It would be um essentially we would go into a voice channel here in Discord and just talk do our podcast as so, usual so essentially it's like they're hopping on jitsi with us except they can be muted and yeah so because there are different like um settings for every user we have it set up so that uh you know if you don't have a special uh special role on the discord which is a, a show host you can join in the live chat but you can't talk your computer mutes you i see so uh and then there will be a live text chat that you can type into so that way we can record the show uh, but you guys can listen in live, comment. We can interact with you that way. Uh, I think that'd you know. be fun. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. We have to do this soon. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe next show, even. Yeah. Let's do it. Join we'll, the Discord then. Yep. We'll have. Um. I'll. I'll have. Uh. Certainly, by the time this this podcast goes live, I'll have a link available for you guys. Uh. I'll probably pin it on our Twitter. Hmm. And our Facebook page. And that's probably where you should also look if you want to know when we're recording next. Be yep. sure to announce that. Probably wise. again on Twitter. So. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. I, I really do miss the call-in shows, too. Those, oh, those I do, too. Blast. And I have a phone number ready to go for call-in shows. Can that... Um, can you take voicemails on that? I think I might be able to. I mean, that might be a good idea just to have people leave voicemails. That might be a good idea. I might also just be able to temporarily unmute people who are in the live recording. Right, right. Oh, that's so a good idea. I, I might be able to do that. So I'll, I'll have to test it and look into it, but that might that might work. Yeah. So, I, but I, if you do join the Discord, just bear with us while we work out some of the kinks. Technically speaking, I have some other questions probably that will be answered off the off the show. But Cool. Yeah, I think that's an awesome idea. 
Yeah, we're also going to have some just general chat rooms in there where listeners can go in and talk. It's not going to they're not going to be muted in every channel, just in that one voice channel where we record. So if they wanted to talk with each other or something, there are chat rooms available and stuff it's like that. It's a good place so. to hang out. Just hang out with us and we'll yeah. try to respond to as many as we can. And if you have any thoughts of stuff you'd like added to the Discord, just let us know. Dick pics. It's we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could set up a, a not safe for work dick pic channel, I guess. Let me be, let me be very clear. <laughs> the fucking look of disgust on Nick, Nico's face was good. I mean, hilarious. I, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You clearly misread me. I will accept <laughs> any naked pictures of any kind. Whoa. Whatever you want to send, I will accept them. Jeez. Nico will now, accept you for who you are. I'm not saying I'm saving them all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be selective about that. Uh, but nudes are more than welcome. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it, right? Uh, so is that the end of our show? Oh, I got I to gotta read Audrey's thoughts on Survivor because she oh, wanted, yes. me to, wanted me to read these. Because, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here are my thoughts on survivor ben is the worst winner woo being the dumbest (laughs) player in survivor is the only reason why tony is a two-time winner who is say that again woo being the remember woo oh yes uh fuck finale uh for fire i agree that now that brings up a really good point i hate that fire challenge to get to the final three it's awful it's awful it's terrible and by the way i don't think it's a coincidence that ever since they introduced that twist there has not been a single female winner oh that is a good point the last female winner was sarah sarah won game changers the following season they introduced fire making do you think jeff probst is aware of that since he's so fucking gender woke he's woke baby piece of (laughs) that was awful that uh, gender woke bullshit you know why it, it was it was just bullshit because it was they all hated sarah yeah you know what i mean everybody hated sarah. like if they were all about the girl power they would have actually respected they all hate sarah yeah uh they were all shit talking sarah and sarah actually was on ew i don't want to get back into survivor again no but, uh, i want to hear this yeah she was on ew today being like yeah robin parvati were talking shit about me on extinction everybody was telling me that Oh and uh, Sarah was like, yeah, Rob would definitely rather lose to a man than a woman. So she was just like calling. Oh, my God. Yeah. They, she was lighting up the whole cast on on uh, EW this morning. Uh, uh, Audrey also asked, why is Jeff trying to cast 16 year olds on the show? Did you catch that? I did. It was that was weird. I think what he wants, though, are for these people to try out. And then when you turn 18, if you're still interesting. We'll have you on the show. Kid Nation, baby. Kid Nation. <laughs> it's bad. We're, we're fucking killing chickens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> ugly what? chickens deserve to die. We didn't get to see any ki- chicken killings this season on Survivor. No, we did not. That's I'm sure bad. that happened, though. All right, that's it. That's it. So does that end our episode, then? Congrats to DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people get a hold of us? Uh, TMT underscore media on Twitter, I think, is what everybody should be following. So just do that. Yeah. The Discord thing. I love this idea. Yeah. I'm. Uh, you know, if you join the Discord on there, too, that's a great way to, like, directly talk to us. I am super pumped about this. I got to get my Discord account set up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you out with it. All right. 
I'm twitter.com slash robrff. At Tacky Slacks on go. all the various channels. Nobody else is stupid enough to have a name like that, so. <laughs> yeah, nobody else has Rob RFF either. <laughs> Funny Nico tweets, though. That's like. Oh, yeah. That's taken, I'm sure. That's, oh, yeah. I had to get in early on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, there was a mad dash for that in the early days of Twitter. I got in on the ground floor considering flipping that someday. That's a good idea. Yeah.